Welcome to Sacred Silence. This is Sorellen Jones. Beginning in the month of May, we are going to be having a few interviews. They will be spaced throughout the week, and I will also have meditations during the week. So there will be both. Um, I'm inviting my, my daughter-in-law, married to my son, Katrina Jones, and she is a fellow meditator, and she has her uh, own inspiration and insightfulness to bring. Also, there will be information in the notes where you can contact me or contact Katrina if you have further questions. Remember, um, I do use essential oils, and I am inviting you to put your oils on. They help facilitate clarity and give us uh, a more of a freedom, more of an openness to receiving new things, new information. So without anything further, let's, let's get right into the interview today. So we left off the last time we were talking about the incarnation of Christ, which is a bunch of lot big words. And for that very reason, for a long, long, long time, I didn't get it. It was sort of ethereal. Yeah, if you will. Yeah. So what what are we beginning to see about that that makes it um, takes away a lot of the fear and really, really brings us into the love? Well, I mean, where I was headed and then you can kind of dovetail, you know, off of this, mm -hmm. but just this idea that I I was always very curious years and years and years ago, I was actually leading a ladies Bible study for a long time. And that's kind of where my curious journey began because I got off of just reading other people's stuff and just started like digging for myself and asking questions of like the Holy spirit and then would be led to answers. But, but this phrase would constantly jump out at me, no matter where I was in the scriptures, this phrase would jump out at me. I am in or in or in Christ, or in, I mean, it's, it's Old Testament, it's New Testament, it's all over the place. And it was just this word in. And I just kept, kept trying to like sit with that, like, what does that mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? And it honestly, like I got little pieces of it, but the biggest revelation for me really has probably been even in the last year of just like this picture of this, this circle but it's not like a circle because there's no limits. So like a sunshine with the rays going out and right in the center of it is this little dot and it's me. And honestly, also within that is, is the whole world. It's all of creation. It's the universes. It's the angels. It's, it's all are in. And I realized, you know, you can't be separate from that. I am in and he is in me. And I am a unique expression of him on this planet. And he's experiencing, you know, life through me and what I'm doing. And I think that that kind of gets into a little bit of trying to understand like the incarnation is that in a sense, we are all are, you know, an incarnation of fire right. on this planet. They're I all think, unique and unique and special in that way. And that's a, an excellent uh, revelation because that isn't necessarily how it's taught. Right. And in almost any stream, I mean, no matter where you look, you see 
a lot of duality and you know, some of those key words that we hear so much about, but it just means some are in and some are out. Yeah. The, us and them, you know, type of yeah. thing. But I do have a question for you then, because I think you hit on some really key things here. Number one, you got a revelation of the incarnation of Christ. All were in. And you even got a picture. How did that happen? How Through meditation. <laughs> there we go. That's how it happened. Yes. Because, now speak to this then, in my old stream and maybe in yours, prayer, I did a lot of the talking and very little listening. Yeah. I had not entered the sacred holy place. Yeah. Absolutely. And every day I repeated the same asking. So I just speak to that. Oh, I definitely. I think going back and looking at, and you know, this is a thing. Father meets us where we're at. So even in maybe somewhat of a misunderstanding, it's spirit to spirit communication. So even then, even though, in, in my prayer time, same, you know, I'm asking and begging, you know, like a pauper, you know, <laughs> for all of these things. And, and I, you know, I wasn't taught to honor the inner voice, to honor, even though the scriptures clearly teach that the Holy Spirit is our teacher and guide and that we need no man to teach us. We are also taught a lot of other things like I personally believe our lies kind of sewn in with the truth that we can't trust our heart but if he's one with us and our heart is his heart and our mind is his mind how else can the Holy Spirit teach and guide us <laughs> so I well, think you know getting to, to that inter- well just to interject at that point it, I think he went so far in the New Testament as to say we're new creations with a new heart yes if- <laughs> Yes. When we get the revelation of the inn, we have no reason to ever look at it any other way. Right. Right. Yeah, that we're one. So if him. it was, you know, I think if we, we, the first step then is honoring the inner voice within you, which is the Holy Spirit who is there to teach and guide and, and all of that and is answering those deep inner longing questions. But, you know, my prayer life looked much different, although I will say and I know this has been your experience too, somehow journaling was still, go- had gone on then. And I was getting a lot of revelation through journaling that I was like, that didn't come from me. <laughs> yeah. So even, you know, and I wasn't like looking for answers. I just tend to learn better through writing. And so a lot of times if I was looking up scriptures or something in kind of my quiet time, I would just write, rewrite those scriptures. But little did I understand at the time as I was rewriting those scriptures, then thoughts would kind of pop into my head and I would write those down too. And then pretty soon I was writing and couldn't stop writing. And I was like, wow, that's really interesting. (laughs) Could that be, could it be that God is speaking to me? You know, that just seemed like such a bizarre thing, but yeah, my early days, it was definitely a lot more talking at and not understanding so much that he's speaking back. But it did start to develop through the journaling because without me even realizing it, I was shutting my mouth and the pen was writing 
and things began to flow. That's that's really a a wonderful thing to throw out because there are so many different kinds of people in the world and some of them think of meditation as being completely still with your mind and not engaged in anything, just sort of empty. Yeah. But recognizing rather that the number one thing we're honoring here is that there's a God in us. And as we're still, we're literally communing with him in the stillness. Yeah. And some of us do much better with a pen in our hands as we just write down what we're hearing. And it might not even dawn on us at the time. It might be months. It might be years before you get the, and you may never get the fullness because he gives so much and it's infinite wisdom. I don't think it has a cap on it. There is never a cap. In fact, I feel like we will be, this is an ongoing curiosity and that will last for all of eternity. We will never, ever be bored. We'll never exhaust the knowledge um, and understanding and wisdom and revelation of love that, that Father desires to give to us. Because how could we? Then there would be an end to him. <laughs> That's impossible. It's, it's exactly <laughs> right. And I was going to add that along the journaling, maybe it's the person I'm, that's listening isn't a journaler. So I would just throw out here. Uh, another way of honoring what you're hearing from God is when we we can visualize it, maybe using our imagination, which mm-hmm. is very childlike to do. So in other words, giving an example of that, if you say you just need money for the car because you don't have any gas money. So when you sit down to meditate, you become thankful for the gas money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's a whole different view. It's assuming that you have it, the provision is there, and you're thankful. You're not asking for anything. In fact, you're just assuming you have all things. The storehouse of God is open to you. Yeah, yeah. So that's just a way, it's another way of acknowledging without writing. Yeah. Well, actually, too, just um, you were talking about, I, I would love to just add to those that are listening, too, that there are no rules. Follow the flow. Meditation can look different every day. So like you were saying, you know, for some, some days I come in to my quiet space and I just feel the overwhelming, compelling to just be quiet and still and not get my journal out, not get anything and just sit here in the peace and the quiet and um, listen to the birds or just breathe. Or um, I, you know, I do have kind of a, a guided meditation prayer that I heard a while back that I love that just kind of gets me connected fully, but it's different every day. And I think that's the biggest thing I had to work through is that I tend to like, and I think as human beings, we tend to like grab a hold of something and then we want to build a camp around it and <laughs> put a stamp True. on it and say, this is the rule. But this, the spirit is ever expanding and flowing and it, that would be so boring. You know, it, it, it's different every day and trusting just going with that flow. Like some days I just, it, it starts with, and you brought up such a great point about gratitude. If you're not sure how to shift into all of this, start by gratitude and just starting like, whether that's on paper or like you said, just in, um, in your mind, 
or uh, in your imagination, or maybe you are speaking it out loud, start with a place of gratitude and thankfulness. And it's not always thankfulness for what, like, physical things. Like, I have found myself, like, thank you for truths that you're learning. Like, think of a truth. Maybe it's something that we've said today about a revelation of love. Or thank you that, um, you know, I'm not alone that I'm one with you. I mean, I've, I've started so many times my quiet time just with starting with very simple truths that I knew absolutely were true, that I am one with you. Thank you for the light. Thank you for the love. And just starting with that, and that seems to open up a whole new flow that you can't even predict. It just starts to go to something else. Or reminding yourselves of those truths like you were talking about thank you that abundance is coming from everywhere and that I have everything that I need and it and it will come from places I can't even imagine and that my gas tank is full and that I am loved and I am worthy and it Mm -hmm. just goes from one thing to the next and before you know it you do have a picture in your mind developing and seeing yourself driving down the road with your full gas tank. (laughs) That's right. And you don't have to worry about the details. Leave the details to him. Just see the finished product. (laughs) Well, that's, you know, those are all wonderful things. And today I'm going to wrap this segment up to begin the next. But with this in mind that we're going to be continuing talking about our best advice to the listeners when they are learning meditation, practicing meditation, have questions, whatever. So that will be what we're going to aim at for the next 15 minutes. Okay. We'll be right back.